Welcome back to Devori Darkens Live, episode number 131. And in today's show, we're talking about the seven levels of awareness. How is this show today going to help you get what you want in life? How is it going to help you live a better life? Well, you have to be aware of how to do that. And every single person in this world, you are operating on a particular level of awareness. And uh, we're going to get into each of those seven levels. And uh, you'll see how and why what you are aware of is so crucial to your success. Now, not to insult anybody's intelligence, but what is awareness exactly? It's understanding. Understanding how to get what you want in every aspect of your life. When someone is trying to increase their income and they're not finding success, why is that? They're not aware of how to do it. Uh, somebody wants to improve their relationships, they're not finding success, why is that? They're not aware of how to do it. Someone who is very successful with their money and their relationships, that is a person who is aware of how to do that. But there are a total of seven levels, and we're going to go through each of them, and you're going to see how this helps you get what you want in your life. You are going to have to get to the highest level, which is mastery, if you truly want to get the results that you want. Now, I guarantee as I go through this today, you may already be at the level of mastery in a particular area of your life already. You may be a master when it comes to your finances, but you may be on level one as it pertains to your relationships. So that's what today is all about. Uh, you know where we always love to start? We start with your purpose in life. You know, if you're going to raise your level of awareness, you got to have a purpose to do that, right? There's got to be a strong reason that inspires you and motivates you to be better and to understand uh, more of yourself. And really what we're talking about is every time you raise your level of awareness, what are you doing? You are understanding how to get the most out of you. You're understanding how to do the things you know you should be doing. There is always a difference between what you know and what you actually do. The gap between that is based on your current level of awareness. And so when you start to discover what your life purpose is, it's something that will motivate you and inspire you to raise your level of awareness. And if you need help discovering your life purpose, you can go to the link in my bio and download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. This one-page cheat sheet will help you discover your life purpose. It comes with a free video training, visually walking you through it. Uh, you could get that by going to the link in my bio. The other part about raising your level of awareness uh, is clarity. You need to be very clear on what it is that you want, who you need to be in order to manifest that, and the actions you should be taking every day which is why I created the Blueprint Method course. It's a blueprint that absolutely lays it out in a very simple way of how to set the right goal for yourself, how to know exactly the mindset you need to have, and what action steps you should be taking. Because success is really simple. We're just programmed to complicate it, but it's not complicated. And that's why the course is there, and you can get that also by going to the link in my bio. Now, 
When it comes to getting to the level of mastery, when we're talking about the seven levels of awareness, which is the highest level you can get to, it's going to require accountability. It's going to require mentorship. Why? Because accountability and mentorship gives you something you didn't have previously. You didn't have the awareness. You don't know what's actually required. So you have to go to someone who does know what is required to get to where you want to go in life. And so if you're that person that is looking for accountability, you want someone to mentor you to help you live the life that you truly desire, all you have to do is go to the link in my bio and schedule a life audit call, okay? Now, the seven levels of awareness, what are they exactly? Well, number one, animal. This is when a person reacts instead of responding. They operate based off their, their environment. They are controlled by their environment. They act as if they are an animal, like your cat, like your dog, right? A cat, a dog, uh, animals in, in the wild, what do they do? They react, okay? Uh, level number two is mass. This is a person who is following uh, the crowd. They're doing everything that everybody else is doing, conformity. Level number three is aspiration. This is a person who's thinking about breaking out of the mass, and they're wanting to do something better with their life, but they're still not taking action yet. Number four is an individual, and this is a person who is finally starting to take the steps to go after what they aspire to be. Number five is a person who is disciplined. They finally make the decision to do something about it, and this takes them to the sixth level, which is experience. They learn from making that decision. They take the experience that they've learned, and from that experience, they reach the highest level, which is mastery. This is a person who only responds. They do not react. So what are we talking about? If you want to take a step back here before I get into the story, at the bottom, if we just look at the opposites right here, at the bottom of the seven levels of awareness, level one is a person who 100% reacts to everything. They never respond. They don't think for themselves. They are 100% controlled by their environment. The polar opposite to that, which is the seventh level, is a person who's reached mastery. They have mastered themselves. They 100% respond to their environment. They are not controlled by it. And already you're starting to think, hey, this, you could see why this is going to help you get what you want in your life because you got to get to the seventh level. You got to be able to respond, not react. If you're trying to manifest better things in your life, if you're reacting, that's contradicting what you want. That's contradicting what you want to manifest, right? So you want to learn how to respond. And we're going to get into that. Now, I'm going to tell you guys a story here because I find that I've gone through these seven levels of awareness in different aspects of my life. In some areas of my life, I'm still on number five or number four. And in some areas of my life, I'm a number seven. And um, I noticed that, uh, and, and I was kind of telling you guys this story yesterday, but it, every time I get into mindset and personal development, I can't help but recall my experience in the military because this is exactly what happens in the military. When day one when you join in the military, you're an animal. You don't know anything. You're in total reaction mode especially if you're coming from the middle of Kentucky somewhere, 
<laughs> you know, you don't you, you've never even been exposed to life. You've never even been outside the country. You've never even been around other personalities and different religions. You've only been in your environment your entire life. Well, number one, um, from day one, you're an animal. You're just in total reaction mode, total reaction mode. And by the end of the training, they want you to be at level seven. They want you to be able to respond. They want you to think, right? They want you to respond. Then they want you to take action. Okay. Um, and uh, I see that when I was in the military. You know, the more experience you gain, which nobody can give you experience. Experience only happens by you making a committed decision to apply what it is that you know you should be doing. Uh, let's see here. What if you're fully aware of what you need to do and what you want to do, but still procrastinating? You may, yeah, you may be fully aware of what you need to do. You're still not aware of how to do it. That's why you're procrastinating. That's why level number five is all about learning how to make a decision. That's what level five is. Discipline. It's a person who makes a committed decision to do exactly what they know they should be doing. Um, so... I started to see that when um, I was in the military. You get off the bus in basic training and you don't know anything. You're just reacting to everything they're telling you to do. And then what happens? Level number two, you start noticing that people are just following each other. Nobody's taking charge. Nobody's leading anybody. Everybody's just going along with everybody. So somebody's doing the wrong thing everybody's doing the wrong thing. That's what happens. And then they start. And what happens is they're trying to teach people a lesson in the military is there's a difference between, um, you know, not leaving your comrade behind and trying to get people killed because you're not following instructions. So somebody's doing the wrong thing. In one sense, as a team, we all have to do the wrong thing. Uh, but in another sense, that's not going to help us complete the mission. So you don't want to go along with what everybody else is doing. Um, and that's what happens is people just follow each other. They just conform. And then level three, I noticed that as the, the, the time goes on and the training goes on, you start noticing different individuals who aspire to become leaders, who don't want really want to be followers. They don't want to be in the back. They want to aspire to be the best version of themselves. They aspire to be the best soldier, the best leader. You start noticing this. So again, if you're just following me, I'm talking about the seven levels of awareness and how it relates to my time when I was in the military and how it's going to help you get what you want in your life. From day one, when you first join and you show up to basic training, you're an animal. You're just reacting to the environment. You don't know what you're doing. You have zero awareness. You don't understand anything whatsoever. Then level two you start to conform with what everybody else is doing. You start following people. You start doing what the other soldiers are doing. Some of it may be right. Most of it is usually wrong because everybody else has this. They don't have any awareness either. So you're following ignorant people you don't know, which causes a person to do what? 
they start to aspire to be the person that's going to lead people because they don't want to follow someone who doesn't know what they're doing. And they also aspire to be the best soldier that they possibly can. Um, and then number four, uh, this is a person who really starts to really take this seriously, this idea of becoming a better leader. And that's what I was doing. I went from following what other people were doing to saying, you know what, I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. I'd rather take the responsibility. I'd rather be in charge. I don't want to be at the, the mercy of someone who doesn't know what they're doing. I started to think about these things. I started to kind of step up here or there. You know, I started to volunteer. And then level five, I finally made a committed decision that I just wanted to be a leader. I just wanted to be the best. That was it. There was no going back. I don't want to follow, um, even though there are times you have to follow other people, right? But I didn't want to overall. I wanted to be someone who was in charge of themselves and took the responsibility of other people. And because I stepped up and I made the decision to do that, I gained the experience. So I learned how to become a leader because I volunteered. That's why a lot of people are asking the wrong questions. Well, how do you become successful? Well, you become successful by doing the things you really want to do. There is no other way around it. Someone can tell you until they're blue in the face about all the strategies, all the techniques, you know, all of the books you should read, you know, all of the videos you should watch, all the great business ideas that are out there. That doesn't mean anything until you're at level five where you finally develop the discipline to act on these ideas. Ideas are worthless unless you act on them. That's where decision making comes into play. That's where decision comes into play. Uh, hold on here. For some reason, TikTok keeps saying my internet connection is out. Um, anyhow, um, that's what level five is. You're developing the discipline uh, to taking the actions you really want to take. Now, hold on. What's going on here? Okay, there we go. And then because I took the actions and I made the committed decision to become a leader, this is in line if you've been following me with the story of my career where I uh, was very successful. Um, when I was 21, I was already a sergeant, an E5, and I became an E7 at the age of 27. And that happened because I became very disciplined. I made a committed decision that I was going to go after those goals. And because I made a committed decision and I took action, I gained the experience of that action that told me what I needed to do and told me what I should not do. And I also had a mentor during that process who told me exactly what to do. And I had to act on what he was telling me to do. I can't just take on the knowledge and not do anything about it. I got to be disciplined in the application of the knowledge, which leads to experience level six. And then because of the experience and the repetition and time going on, number seven is, you know, I got to the rank that I wanted to get to. I was a master of myself as a soldier. Nobody had to tell me to do anything. I knew what to do. So, you know, these different seven levels of awareness, you may not understand them the first time I talk about them. I'm going to do my darnest to make sure that um, this is very simple to understand. But I highly encourage you to go back and replay this particular episode until it clicks for you, which, again, is a fundamental principle 
to raising your level of awareness, repetition. I went over that in yesterday's show. If you're not exercising repetition in something that you're learning, you're wanting to do, you're not going to get anything out of it. That's like listening to this show one time. It ain't going to cut it. You got to listen to this all the time, and then you're going to start understanding. Why? Because that's what awareness is all about, understanding. Okay? When, you, when you're there on day one for the very first time, everybody knows this experience. When you show up to school, when you show up to class, if you're in college or high school or day one at work, you have zero awareness. You don't understand anything. But as time goes on and you make the decisions you need to make, which is to start doing what you know you should be doing and what you've been trained to do, you will then gain the experience. And if you keep going, you will reach the level of mastery. So if you're trying to figure out how does this all help you get what you want, how does the seven levels of awareness help you live a better life? Well, it's telling you exactly the level you are currently on and the level you need to get to and how you need to get to it. That's all it really is. And everybody is living on a current level of awareness. Everybody's on, a, on their own particular level. Some people are on level one, some people level two, level three, but majority of the population is definitely on level two. They have conformed to what everybody else is doing. Everybody is doing what everybody else is doing. It's really that simple. Why do you think people purchase the vehicles they purchase? Why do you think people dress the way that they do? Why do you think people listen to the music they do? Why do you think people eat the food that they do? They do it because everybody else is doing it. Why do people go to college? Most of the time is because that's what everybody else is doing. That's what they've been told to do. So they just conform. That is the majority of people. It is very uncommon. It is, and I would say, you know, maybe 4%, 5% of people, 3% of people. But at least 90% of people that you come into contact with, they're in the mass. They're on level two. They have conformed. They are just doing what they were hypnotized to do from day one. Graduate high school, go to college, get a job, save money, buy a house, invest in the stock market, and pray that you can retire and that you will get social security. That's what most people are doing. The majority of people are looking towards social security and retirement. That's it. They're not understanding that that is not what life is all about. That life has way much more to offer than just social security, where you are depending on the government. And again, we know what happens when people depend on the, on the government. They become a slave to the system. And if they become a slave to the system, chances are they will program their children to do, to do the same thing. That's what happens when someone's in level two. They have conformed. So let's go through these different uh, levels of awareness and talk about uh, the problems and the mistakes that people are making. And you may want to write this down. In fact, my moderator, my wife, if you can type this in the chat and I'll, and I'll repeat them. So what are the seven levels of awareness again? Number one, animal. This is a person who 100% reacts to their environment. Level number two, mass. This is a person who has conformed to what everybody else is doing. 
Level number three, aspiration. Aspiration. This is a person who's still going along with what everybody else is doing, but inside internally, they're starting to have a desire to be more than that. They're starting to think like, oh, maybe I can do things differently. Maybe I can stop following what everybody else is doing. They're just entertaining it, but they haven't made a decision yet. Number four is a person who starts to dabble in this, right? They start picking up the books. They start looking for more information on how they can get out of the mess and stop doing what everybody else is doing, right? They're entertaining new ideas. They're actually following these ideas. They're considering them. Number five, number five is discipline. This is a person who's finally made a committed decision to go after what they want. Number six is experience. And I'm going to repeat all these again. Uh, experience comes from someone who's made the committed decision and they're learning from that decision. So even if you make a committed decision and something doesn't work out, you don't stop. You keep moving forward. And number seven is mastery. This is a person who's learned and they understand and they know how to respond. They know how to get the results that they want. So let's go through them again. Level number one is animal. This is a person who 100% reacts. They do not respond. They're in fight or flight mode. Number two is mass. This is a person who has conformed to what everybody else is doing. They are following the crowd. Number three, aspiration. They are still following the crowd, but they are starting to build the desire to do something more than what they've been doing. Number four is individual. This is a person who not only was just thinking about what they wanted to do differently, but they're actually starting to go to, to research the information. They are picking up the books. They're, they're looking for how they can start, right? They're, they're in the, that, they're right in between when they first started to think about what they wanted to do and actually doing it. That's where they're at. They still haven't made a decision yet. Number five is discipline. This is a person who's made a committed decision and they're doing it. Number six is a person who's starting to understand what they can do better because they made that decision. They're gaining experience. Number six is experience. And number seven is mastery. Because of that experience, because of the repetition of making that decision over and over and over again, they reach mastery. Now, I'm going to give you another example. I, I use my military career. Let me use my coaching career here. It's with, with my business. Number one, I didn't, I had zero awareness of how to coach people. Zero awareness. So what would happen? I would react. If somebody didn't sign up, if somebody blew me off and didn't show up to the call, if nobody left a comment on my video, I would react. I would absolutely be upset and I'd be crushed and I'd be like, oh man, I don't think this is going to work. I was acting like an animal. Level number two, mass. So what did I do next? I started to try to do what everybody else was doing online. Well, I'll just run ads. I'll do webinars, right? I will, you know, be pushy on the sales call, right? I'll cold DM people, right? No one likes that, right? <laughs> I still don't understand why people DM people that way, but I digress. That's what everybody's doing. I was going along with the crowd. 
that's what everybody does, so I'll do that. Right? And that did not get me any more clients. That didn't work. So number three, I started to say, well, wait a minute. There's got to be a better way of doing this. There has to be a better way of doing this, but I'm still doing what I should not be doing. I'm still cold DMing. I'm still trying to run ads. I, I, I got no, I haven't built any no like or trust in the marketplace. I have no content. Nobody knows me. I have no results, right? Like I'm still doing what everybody says to do. But I'm already thinking, I'm already at level three where I'm like, okay, obviously this isn't working. I have to do something. This is not what my coaching career and my purpose in life is all about. There's got to be something better. There's got to be a better way. So I was aspiring to become a better coach. I was aspiring to become better online and reaching people. I had the desire, but I still was not acting on it. Then number four, I started to really consider this. I started to reach out to find out what can I act absolutely do differently. And the answer was always the same. It's an internal thing. Success is 95% mindset, 5% strategy. So, you know, again, when I was at level two mass, I was making it 95% strategy and 5% mindset. That was that's what was happening. I was like, no, it's it's the strategy. No, it's it's the economy. Nobody wants to pay for coaching right now. No, it's the marketplace. There's too many coaches doing the same thing. It's saturated. That's what everybody else says. That's why I'm saying level two is mass, conforming to the way that everybody else thinks. That's what I was doing. But then there were days where I said, you know what? It can't be this way. There's an abundance. I shouldn't be thinking this way. So I started to aspire, which is level three. I started to think, well, there's got to be another way, which led to, to level number four. I started to actually research that. And again, I went to uh, my mentor, Bob Proctor, and it was the same answer every single time. It's internal. It's your mindset why you're not getting the clients. It's your mindset on why your business is not successful. Okay, it's your mindset on why you're not living the life that you want, that I was gathering information. Then level five, I made a committed decision. I made a committed decision that come hell or high water, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to become a world-class coach. I'm going to become highly respected, highly paid. I'm going to be known as a person people go to and they get success. I made a committed decision to do that. And so what did that what did that mean for me? Well, I had to start doing what I knew I needed to do. That means I needed to start being very consistent on showing up. I needed to be very consistent in being a product of the product that I sell and I offer. Right? I needed to be very consistent on studying what I'm talking about and actually applying it, which is why I said you got to be a product of the product. Like if you're a coach and you're listening to this, if you're aspiring to be a coach, um, the best advice ever is to become a product of what you sell. If you're not a product of what you sell, people aren't going to work with you. It's that, that simple. And if you're going to become a product of what you sell, you got to make a committed decision to be that person. You got to apply what you know. So I started to apply what I had been studying. For example, 
One of the things I've been studying for a very long time now is quick decision-making. That was one of the definite principles of success, making quick decisions. Well, I know I should be making quick decisions. I know I should be committed to these decisions, but was I doing that when I was on level four, three, two, and one? Absolutely not. But level five, I made a committed decision that I was going to make quick decisions. And I started to do that. And because I've been doing that now, uh, what happened? I've been gaining experience. Been gaining experience on how to um, operate my, my coaching business. But really, how to think myself into the results that I want. And that has led to mastery in some respects. So what's the point, guys? That's just an example. What's the point? You're on one of these levels. Which level do you think you're on? You should comment that in the uh, comment section below. What level do you think you're on? As it pertains to the life you want to live, what level do you think you're on? Now, Napoleon Hill made a point about the seven levels of awareness in Think and Go Rich on page 117. This is in Chapter 5, Specialized Knowledge. He said an educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything that they want or its equivalent without violating the rights of others. This is a person who's mastered themselves. They respond. They don't react. They make quick decisions. They're committed to their decisions. They do what they know that they should do. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. Let's stop right there. Someone could have an abundance of general or specialized knowledge and still not be aware of how to apply it. I've been saying this quite often recently. You can memorize this entire book, Think and Go Rich, and still not get any success and still not get any results. Why? Because you're unaware of how to apply what you've memorized. That's exactly what happens to us in school. Nothing in school requires an individual to make it a habit applied into their life. It's all memorization and passing the exam. So an educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything that they want or its equivalent without violating the rights of others. This is an individual who makes quick decisions. They do what they know. Even if they don't know how something's going to happen, they take action anyway. They understand how to get the results that they want. Now listen, there's only two types of people who are in this position. Number one would be a person who is unconscious competent. They are unaware of why they do the things that they do. They just do it anyway. There are people who make quick decisions. They don't know why they make quick decisions. They don't know why they think that way. They just know that's what they do. That's a small percentage of the population. Then there are individuals who had to get there. They've, they've invested into themselves. They've got mentors. 
They've had accountability. They've studied. They've they've made committed decisions to apply what it is that they know so they can get to where they want to go. And that means you can too. So that's why it doesn't matter what you know. See, when you're talking about the seven levels of awareness, you definitely want to know that it exists. Of course, you need to know that there are seven levels of awareness, but that's not the end all be all. Knowledge is not power. And he said this on page 116. Lack of understanding of this fact has been the source of confusion to millions of people who falsely believe that knowledge is power. It is nothing of the sort. Knowledge is only potential power. It becomes power only when and if it is organized into definite plans of action and directed to a definite end. It becomes power only when and if it is organized into definite plans of action. So let's talk about that. Definite plans of action, meaning this is what I have decided to do every day no matter what. And as I take action on what I said I'm going to do, and as I continue to do it every day, I'm going to reach a point where I'm going to obviously have to modify the plans and keep going. But most people, they don't get around to creating a definite plan of action. That's why I told you guys, the blueprint course that I sell, the blueprint method course, that, that course is, is worth every single penny because it gives you the ability to organize what you have in your mind into a definite plan of action and apply it to a definite end, a goal. Most people never get around to doing that. Think about how many people at the beginning of this year, they've set goals. They have, you know, resolutions, all this stuff, right? They have no action plan. There's no non-negotiable activities they're doing every day. They're still winging it today. And they haven't even started. Some people have already given up because they are unaware of how to get the result. One of the definite principles to get what you want in life is a committed decision. There is no other way without it. If you don't make a committed decision, you will never get what you want. That's a bottom line fact. That goes back to what? The seven levels of awareness. When you start to learn about making decisions and how committed decisions get you what you want, you're at level six, experience. You gain the experience and you truly understand emotionally, oh yeah, the only way I'm going to succeed is I have to make committed decisions. There is no other way. And you reach mastery where when you're faced with an opportunity or a decision needs to be made, you know how to respond. You know if you're going to make a committed decision on this or not. That's why knowledge is only potential power. It becomes power only when and if it is organized into definite plans of action and direct it to a definite end. The missing link in all systems of education known to civilization today may be found in the failure of educational institutions to teach their students how to organize and use knowledge after they, after they acquire it. Uh, that's what I was just saying. You go to school, but they don't teach you how to apply it. They teach you what you need to know, but what you need to know doesn't mean anything. You see, this is the way that it works. You obviously start at a place of ignorance. You don't know what you don't know, right? I think we all can agree to that. That's in, in some areas of our life for everyone in this world, you are an unconscious incompetent. You don't know what you don't know. Everybody is experiencing that in some level, 
in some area of their life. So ignorance is not a derogatory word, by the way, people. There's a difference between being ignorant and being rude, right? Being disrespectful, you know, uh, being, um, you know, a bigot, whatever. There, there's a difference between that and ignorance. Ignorance just simply means you don't know what you don't know. You don't understand. You have zero awareness. That's all it means. Well, the first level here uh, in regards to that is people just don't know what they don't know. And then number two, people start to know that they don't know. They know, but they don't do. Right? And again, the more knowledge you gain, that still doesn't mean anything. Then you want to get to the point where you know and you start doing and you then you get to a level where you are unaware, but you're doing it. So the point right now, guys, if you're trying to figure out, all right, how will the seven levels of awareness help you live a better life? Well, it's telling you, okay, here's where you are right now based on your results. Are, are you a person who is just following what everybody else is doing? Have you conformed? Are you doing what you've been told? Or are you a person who's thinking bigger than that? Or are you a person who's not only been thinking bigger than that, but you're actually researching? You're trying things. You're, you're trying to find more information on how to get started. Or are you a person who's made a committed decision? I find the committed decision happens when someone reaches out for help. This is why every day on the podcast, I'm, I'm letting you guys know. If you are a person who is looking for accountability and mentorship because you know yourself already, you've been saying for years you were going to do something, you never got around to do it. I have a client right now. He wants to be a therapist. This guy's been sitting on this idea of becoming a therapist for almost 10 years now. Now he's made a committed decision and we're going to help him become one because he's learning about making decisions. And I'm telling you guys, this is in every aspect of our lives. So if you're going to be on level number five, which is discipline, you got to get some help. You got to go to someone who's already at the mastery level. They already know how to get the results. You don't. You see, there's a, a big myth in life. You know better. That's not true. Hey, you were raised better than that. That's not true. That's not true at all. Just because somebody knows what's better doesn't mean they understand how to do better. Right? You, you've been told, hey, you know better than that, right? Yeah. Well, why are you still doing that? I don't know. But you know better, right? Yeah. Again, knowledge doesn't mean anything. Knowledge does not contribute to the actions you take. It's what's in your subconscious mind. It's in your awareness of how to take what you know and actually do it. And one of the definite principles and doing what you already know you should be doing is making committed decisions. That's a definite principle. That's why in Think and Go Rich, he's got a chapter dedicated to this. Chapter 8, which is subtitled, The Mastery of Procrastination. The Mastery of Procrastination. So what level are you at right now? As it pertains to, let's say your career. Where are you right now? Which level are you on? As it pertains to your health, which level are you on? You level one, two, three, four, five, six, or seven. As it pertains to your money, 
What level are you on? I want to see those answers in the comment section. Why do you want to know what level you're on? Because it's telling you exactly what you should be focusing on. Right? How do you how do you know what to do if you don't know where you are? Like, you know what I mean? This is often one of the uh <laughs> This is often one of the um, interesting con concepts in success. There's two things you need to know. You need to know where you want to be, what you want, and you need to know where you are. Just like using Apple Maps. You need to know what the destination is, and then Apple Maps needs to know where you are so it can give you the correct directions. But if you don't know where you are, if you don't know which level of awareness you're at right now, how do you know what your next steps are? Right. That's what you want to know. So let's talk about exactly how do you what are actually let me put it to, to you this way. What are the definite principles to raising your level of awareness from five to seven? Because that's where the transformation occurs. Anything under five is you're still jacking around. OK, number five is when you finally have made a decision to do something. So what are the definite principles to guarantee that you're going to go from level five, which is a person who is starting to become disciplined. They're starting to do what they know. They have made a committed decision. They need accountability to stay on track to ultimately get to level seven, which is mastery, where it's a habit for them. They understand exactly what they should be doing and they do it. There's no gap there. So how do you what are those definite principles? So let's, let's do it this way. Let me, let me give you five principles. Number one is decision. And I'm going to go back on these and I'm going to cover each of them. Okay. What are the definite principles you must execute? If you want to go from level five to level seven, if you want to get to mastery, which is level seven, where you 100% respond, you're in control of yourself, you do exactly what you know you should be doing, there's practically zero procrastination. Well, the first principle is decision. Uh, number two is what? Mentorship. Number three. What, what's number three? keeping it simple for yourself. The best way to leave level five and go backwards is to overcomplicate everything that you're doing. You need to keep it simple. You got to keep it simple. There's, there's no other way around it. Uh, principle number four is your imagination. You got to practice seeing yourself at level seven. You got to practice seeing yourself as a person who's in control of themselves or a person who is successful in what they want. Okay, imagination is huge, huge. And number five, 
is you have to think for yourself. Now, let's go back through these. What are the five definite principles to raising your level of awareness? Number one is you got to make a decision. Number two, you got to get mentorship. Number three, you have to keep it simple for yourself. Number four, you need to exercise your imagination. And number five, you got to learn how to think your own truth. You got to think for yourself. So let's go through each of those five uh, definite principles. Number one is decision, right? We, we've been talking about it throughout this show today. And um, let's go to chapter eight in Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. And you cannot listen to this enough. The mastery of, of procrastination, accurate analysis of over 25,000 men and women who had experienced failure disclosed the fact that lack of decision was near the head of the list of the 30 major causes of failure. This is no mere statement of a theory. It is a fact. Procrastination, the opposite of decision, is a common enemy which practically every person must conquer. Now, I would uh, really be interested in figuring out what, what that number would be today, right? Meaning if, if we started to survey people, you know, um, well, here's, we'll do it right now on this, on this podcast. How many of you would say that you're not really great at making decisions? Like, I want you to rate yourself. Three, you're excellent. Two, you're average. And one, you're poor when it comes to making decisions. Where would you rank yourself? I put, put it in the chat. Again, accurate analysis of over 25,000 men and women who experienced failure disclosed the fact that lack of decision was near the head of the list of the 30 major causes of failure. This is no mere statement of a theory. It is a fact. Procrastination, which is the opposite of decision, is a common enemy which practically every person must conquer. So what are we learning right now? The mistake that people are making as it pertains to this definite principle to raising your level of awareness is they have the habit of not making decisions. They don't make decisions. They procrastinate. How do you know you're procrastinating? You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's how you know. If you're not doing what you know you should be doing, that is procrastination. There is no justified reason. Now, your paradigm, your programming is going to try to get you to justify why you are procrastinating. Right? That, that's what happens. Every now and then, I'll come across somebody who wants to work with me, and procrastination is severe. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll start getting help as soon as, you know, um, I finish college, and then, you know, I'll get your help. You're not going to do that. That's procrastination. That's you pushing it off. See, again, how do we know this to be true? Well, if we go down to the second paragraph, uh, or excuse me, the third paragraph on this same page, 213, he says, analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark disclosed the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions quickly and of changing these decisions slowly if and when they were changed. People who fail to accumulate money without exception have the habit of reaching decisions, if at all, very slowly, and of changing these decisions quickly and often. So if I'm working with a person or we, I am going to potentially work with a person, how do I know I, as a coach, can help that person? I got to be working with someone who's willing to make decisions. If they cannot make decisions, I can't help them. They first got to make the decision to work with me in the first place. 
And I can't force them to make that decision. I can only point to them why they should. And if they don't make the decision, things are just going to stay the same. Why? Because I'm at a different level of awareness. I've been studying this more than anybody I've been talking to, except my own coach and, and my own mentor. And people are doing what I'm doing. But if someone's coming to me, I they're coming to me because I'm at a different I'm at a higher level of awareness. So if somebody if somebody's trying to work with me, I'm trying to figure out where are they at right now? Are they willing to make a decision to do what is required to get what they want? If they are, I can absolutely help that person get what they want. I guarantee it. But if that person cannot make a decision to invest in themselves, I can't help that person. And that's in everything we do. If you don't make the decision, nothing's going to happen. What's the other mistake that people are making? They're waiting for the idea. They're waiting for the how. They're waiting for the money. They're waiting for the plan. And then they will make the, the decision. The problem is, is it doesn't work that way. When you make a committed decision, that's when the idea, the money, the plan, the opportunities will come. They don't come and then you're like, okay, I will decide to do it. It never works that way. And you don't have to take my word for it. Just look at your results. Look at what happened in your life. When you made a committed decision that you were going to do something, that's when everything worked out. When you procrastinated and did not make that decision, what happened? Things didn't work out. So it's not our opinion. Napoleon Hill's got it right here. Chapter 8. Now, 214, on page 214, the following page. What's another problem with making decisions? The majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient for their needs are generally easily influenced by the opinions of others. They permit the newspapers, their family, their friends, social media, uh, and the gossiping neighbors to do their thinking for them. Opinions are the cheapest commodities on earth. Everyone has a flock of opinions ready to be wished upon anyone who will accept them. If you are influenced by opinions when you reach decisions, you will not succeed in any undertaking, much less in that of transmitting your own desire into money or what you want. If you are influenced by the opinions of others, you will have no desire of your own. Remember, what is level four? Or excuse me, level three and four is a person who's expressing the desire to be, do, or have more in their life, right? But if you're allowing the opinions of others to be a part of your decision-making, you'll never get to level five because they're going to tell you why you can't do it. That's why most people don't know how to make a decision. And when they try, they make a mistake because they go and they ask their friends and their family who are not at level seven. They're asking someone who does not have the results they want. They're asking someone who doesn't know how to get the things that they desire to get. And they follow their advice and they lose. Why? It's a habit to do that. When you're a child, you go to your parents and you ask them their opinion all the time. Now, as a, as a parent, if you're a parent today, you've got to learn from that mistake. When your child comes to you asking you for your opinion, you should not give it. You should never give your opinion to your kids. I honestly believe that. You've got to, you've got to start training your child to think for themselves. You got to train your child to make their own decisions. That's how they're going to flourish in life. And you know this to be true because just look at yourself. You know this already. But just because you know doesn't mean you're going to do, right? So you got to apply that in your parenting. 
You got to say, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to give you my opinion on this. What do you think you should do? Right? And then what's going to happen? They're going to start thinking for themselves. They're going to start saying, well, yeah, I can do it. I should do it. And that becomes a habit. But that habit will not develop when the majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient for their needs are easily influenced by the opinions of others. He continues on this point. Keep your own counsel. When you begin to put into practice the principles described here by reaching your own decisions and following them, take no one into your confidence except the members of your mastermind group. Now, these are obviously individuals that you are connected with that either have the results you want or are thinking the same way that you think about as it pertains to the life you want to live. Close friends and relatives, while not meeting to do so, will often handicap one through opinions and sometimes through ridicule, which is meant to be humorous. Thousands of people carry inferiority complexes with them all through life because some well-meaning but ignorant person destroyed their confidence through opinions. This is why you have a brain and a mind of your own. You must use it and reach your own decisions. So the first definite principle to raising your level of awareness is making decisions quickly. And not just making decisions quickly, but making committed decisions quickly. If you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it regardless, not when it's convenient. That's not a committed decision. A committed decision is you do it regardless. That's what's required. And because we don't learn how to do things in that way as children, we're learning this for the very first time in our lives for a lot of people out there. So yes, it sounds simple. Yes, it is basic. Yes, you probably know, but chances are you don't live this way. You don't do things in this way, but you have to start doing them. You have to. You have to learn how to make committed decisions. That's how you're going to gain the experience. How else are you going to gain the experience of operating a successful business if you don't make the committed decision to launch one? If you don't make the committed decision to put yourself out there and work with people and sell your product, if you don't make a committed decision to, to do any of that, you'll never gain the experience. You only get to the higher levels of your proficiency. You get to the higher levels of your competency through experience. There is no, you can't pay for that. You have to go through that. That's what has to happen. That's why committed decisions is a no-brainer. It's mandatory, not optional. That's why I said definite principles. That's why I said definite principles. Number two is what? Mentorship. Mentorship. This is self-explanatory. A lot of you guys, you're looking for what is the fastest way for me to get what I want? I believe the fastest way to get it is to go to someone who already has it and do what they tell you to do. That's the fastest way. But what people do, and they don't admit this, by the way, just like what Earl Nightingale said, everybody is self-made, but only the people who are successful will admit it, okay? Um, they're given the instructions on what to do. They don't do it. For example, Napoleon Hill has laid out 13 definite principles of success. 
But how many people actually study each principle and apply it? Most people do not. Most people have this book on their shelf and they haven't read it. How do I know that to be true? Because that used to be me. I used to have this book on my shelf when I was in the military. I never read it. If I could go back and think about what was the first time I ever read a book was when I was 18. It was this book right here, The Secret. That was the first time in my life where I read a book front to back repeatedly. And I did exactly what the book told me to do. That was the only time in my life up to that point where I did that. In school, I never read a book. I was never interested in reading whatsoever. Well, this was the only book I read. And obviously the books in the, in the military, like the regulations that you have to memorize and things like that. That was the only other reading that I was doing. But outside of that, I never read a book again until I was about 30 years old. And um, I started reading this book, Think and Grow Rich, because this is what my mentor told me to do. It was a book that he had studied for 60 years. So listen, if Napoleon Hill dedicated his life, his entire life to writing this book, and my mentor, Bob Proctor, dedicated his life to reading this entire book for almost 60 years. Why can't I apply what this book is saying for the rest of my life? You know, that, that's, again, committed decisions and getting a mentor. So when I got to mentorship, when I went to someone that I knew understood what I was going through, because Bob Proctor, this guy didn't even graduate high school. He had a bunch of dumb jobs when he was in his 20s, got fired from all of them. He was going nowhere. He was a loser to all accounts. And he says this publicly. He tells everybody the same story. But he turned his life around by following the definite principles that I'm getting into right now and definitely the, the principles in Think and Go Rich. So I went to someone who has the results I want. His purpose is similar to my purpose, which is to help people become successful, live successful lives by teaching them how to think for themselves. That's what I love to do. So I went to someone who was doing that. And I started to do what they were telling me to do. Now, in the beginning, I made the mistake like everybody else makes. I wouldn't listen. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that. But I still wasn't doing it. But I kept sticking in there because I had made the original decision that, um, hey, I'm not going back to the military. I got out already. I'm going to make this happen come one way or another. So it took some time, but I started to do what he was telling me to do. And I'm still, there's some things that I'm still working on, right? I'm, I'm a level five. I'm still working through it. Um, but that's not um, a negative. That That's a great thing. Well, that's what... Principle number two is you got to go to someone who already has what you want. You have to go to someone who already has what you want and do exactly what they tell you to do. See, I can tell you exactly how to get what you want in life because one, I've either, I've either, I've either done it myself or I'm under someone who's already done it. So, for example, some of you guys, you have a problem with forgiveness. I know exactly what you need to do. Because both of my parents were drug addicts. I was sexually abused as a child. I was molested. 
I was bullied throughout school. You know, I was, I was the problem they said in school. They said I had ADD and ADHD, anger problems, didn't get along with anybody. Listen, I know about forgiveness. I can tell you exactly how to do it. But will you follow my instructions? That's another conversation. I know how to go from being depressed to being happy with yourself. That, I went through that. I know what it's like to overdraft your bank account, get your car repoed, and have no money. To having money, living in a beautiful home, having an amazing wife, and, and not having a problem with finances. I know what that, I know what I had to do to get here. Um, so, you know, you got to make your own choices. You got to get a mentor. It doesn't have to be me. Just get one. Find one who has the results you want and do what they tell you to do. Number three is you got to keep it simple for yourself. Now, we live in a world that's absolutely full of distractions because people are trying to make money. And you got to stay focused on what you said you were going to do. Now, remember, you made the committed decision. You're going to do what, what you said you were, you were going to do. You start doing it. And then out of nowhere, what's going to happen? There's going to be an opportunity that distracts you. An opinion, a statement, a situation. It's going to try to distract you. And you in that moment got to say, wait a minute, I got to go back to the main thing. Let me keep it simple for myself. I don't have to do 100 things. I just got to focus on doing what I said I was going to do. That's why I said, after coaching so many people over the last five years, you already know what to do. I'm convinced of that. People generally already know what to do. They just don't do it because they're not used to making decisions. So they overcomplicate it. This is why decision-making is so powerful because it simplifies what you should be doing. It simplifies your life. You already know what to do. Like, for example... If you're watching right now, you know what you should be doing today. The question is, are you going to do it? Are you going to be disciplined enough to actually follow through? If you are disciplined enough to follow through, you're going to simplify today. So simplifying your life, definitely decision-making is required. The other way you simplify your life is you make sure that you're living your life on purpose. You know why you're waking up in the morning. This is why I have the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. It's in the link in my bio. You guys can download that absolutely for free. I think that's the starting point. If you don't know why you wake up in the morning, if you don't know what you're dedicating your life to, I honestly believe you're a confused person. I, I don't believe you're going to be really successful. Success comes from doing what you truly desire to do. What you truly desire to do is from your purpose. So if you don't know what your purpose is, Chances are you won't be doing what you're supposed to be doing. You'll get distracted and you'll do this over there and you'll do that over there and you'll do because other people are doing it because other people say you should do it. I'm not here to tell you what business you should start. I'm not here to tell you what career you should go into. That's not my job. I'm giving you the definite principle before you even know what career or business to start. You should at least know what your purpose in life is. It simplifies the decision-making. What is it that you love to do? That's what your purpose is all about. Some of you guys, you love music. Some of you love acting. 
some of you guys you love uh landscaping um some of you guys love technology coding some of you guys love websites some of you guys love graphic designing some of you guys love marketing some of you guys love sales some of you guys love parenting some of you guys love working with kids some of you guys love uh painting some of you guys love coaching like me teaching you got to figure out what it is that you love to do that will tell you the career or business you need to go into it simplifies your life it's that simple you got to keep it simple for yourself you're not going to keep it simple for yourself if you don't make decisions and two you're not living on purpose And you have to make sure that you're rejecting anything that has nothing to do with your purpose in life. I don't get involved in anything that has nothing to do with what I love to do. I love helping you become successful. If someone approaches me with an opportunity and that's not going to help me become the person I need to be to help you be successful, I don't want to have anything to do with it. It simplifies my life. I'm not getting distracted by shiny object syndrome. Or by the new, this new fad or this new movement. I, I don't care about any of that. All I care about is helping you become successful. It makes my life very simple. It allows me to do what I said I was going to do. But if I'm not thinking that way, it's easy to get distracted by everything else going on around us. Which leads to number four. You got to exercise your imagination. You got to start visualizing yourself as the person you want to be. You got to start visualizing yourself already where you want to be. Is this a challenging thing to do? Absolutely. But is it something you have to do? Yes, you have to do this. You have to. And who's, who uh, wrote about that? Well, Wallace D. Waddles in The Science of Getting Rich. He wrote about this. In fact, he titled the chapter when he went into depth about this, The First Principle in the Science of Getting Rich. The first principle in the science of getting rich is thinking your own truth regardless of the appearances. He writes here on page 25, I have said that an individual gets rich by doing things in a certain way. In order to do so, you must become able to think in a certain way. Your way of doing things is the direct result of the way you think about things. Your way of doing things is a direct result of the way that you think about things. See, if you keep imagining yourself successful, how do you think you're going to start acting? You're going to start acting like a successful person. What results will that lead you to? Successful results. But if you keep picturing the worst case scenario, if you keep allowing confusion to dominate your mind, if you keep allowing the opinions of your friends and family to dominate what you think about, well, who do you think you're going to become? You're going to become those opinions. You're going to become a slave to your appearances, which is why he said to do things in a way you want to do them, right? So to make the committed decision, to follow through on what you said you were going to do, to go after that dream, regardless of where you are right now, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. If you're going to raise your level of awareness from number five to number seven, which is mastery, you have to develop the ability to think the way you want to think. You don't want to sit there and think all these negative thoughts about why you can't be successful, why you're not worthy of the success, why, why it isn't going to work out, why you won't have enough money, why you won't have enough time. You don't want to think that way. I know you don't. I don't like thinking that way. No one does. 
but everybody experiences those thoughts. You have to develop the ability to think your own truth regardless of the appearances. Which is why he said to do things in a way you want to do them, to raise your level of awareness, to accomplish the success that you desire, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich. To think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. What is the truth? What you are using your imagination on. What are you picturing? That's your truth. If you are seeing success in the career you're in, if you are imagining yourself succeeding in your business, that's the truth. The, the appearances right now, the current results right now are only there because of your past thinking, not today. So you can change it. You can, but you got to use your imagination. I go through this all the time with people. Your imagination, what you're looking to do with yourself and your imagination is just what an architect is doing. What does the architect do? They imagine the building they want to design. They picture it. They fantasize about it. They create it in their mind, and then they start putting it on paper or in a software, right, where they can see the 3D model of it. What will a plastic surgeon do? They'll sit you down in front of them. They'll make the marks. They'll visualize how you are saying you want to look, right? They visualize it first. What do you think a NFL football coach is doing? They visualize the plays first. What do you think the quarterback is doing? He's visualizing where he wants to throw the ball first before he throws it. We can go on and on in every profession. The person has to imagine what they want and then they act. Everything is created twice. Once in the imagination and then in the physical world. This is why if you plan on doing things in a way you want to do them, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. To think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. Yes, you have the natural inherent power to think what you want to think, but it requires far more effort to do so than it does to think the thoughts which are suggested by appearances. To think according to the appearances is easy, meaning to think the thoughts that you think because of your current results, that's easy. To open up your mobile app and look at your bank account and see what the number is today, it's easy to do that and start thinking, oh, I don't have enough money. That's easy to do. But to take out your phone, log into your mobile banking app, and see the number you want to see instead, that requires some effort. You have to use your imagination to do that. That's why actors get paid so much money. The people who are the best at using their imagination when it comes to acting, they get paid a lot of money. Because when you watch them on stage or in the movie, you can't help but think, man, are they really this way in life? Like if I met them in person, do they really act this way? <laughs> they're, they're, they're acting that way in the movie because it's in their imagination. That's why. And number five, again, it goes back to what I was just saying, is thinking. You got to think your own truth. You have to understand you have the ability to accept or reject what's going on around you. You have a higher faculty called reason. This means you, you have the power of choice. You get to choose what you react or what you respond to. Nobody can make you react or respond to anything you don't want to. That's your choice. 
Now, what could be happening is you're allowing people to make the choice on your behalf, but you are allowing it. You are making that happen. So when someone says, oh, that person made me upset. No, you chose to get upset. You reacted. That's what happened. You chose to get upset. You chose to react. And it's the same thing the other way. Oh, why, why didn't you get upset when so-and-so said what they said? Because I responded. I'm not taking anything personal. I'm in control of myself. It's my choice. All right. Those five definite principles to raise your level of awareness are what? Decision, mentorship, keeping it simple, using your imagination. And number five is thinking for yourself. Rejecting the opinions, rejecting all the reasons why you can't do something, rejecting anything that has nothing to do with the accomplishment of your goal. And that could include people, right? You stop hanging around people who are not serving you anymore. So that's how you're able to raise your level of awareness. Now, remember, what are the seven levels of awareness? Number one is animal. This is a person who 100% reacts. They are controlled by the environment. Number two is mass. This is a person who has conformed to what the masses are doing. They're just going along with what everybody else is doing, what everybody else says to do. That's what they do. That's how they think. Number three is aspiration. This is a person who starts to realize, man, I don't think I want to go along with the crowd anymore. But they're still going along with the crowd. But they're thinking. They have a desire to be, do, and have more in their life. Then number four is an individual. They start stepping out. They start really looking at the research. They start finding out ways that they can finally break out of the mass and do their own thing and get what they want in life. Number five is discipline. This is a person who's made a committed decision. They've reached out for help. They've gotten a mentor. They are being disciplined in doing what they said they wanted to do and doing what they know they should be doing. Number six, this leads to experience. They gain the experience. Because they made that committed decision, they now understand why they should, been, why they should have been doing this the, the entire time. They understand exactly what they should be doing moving forward. They've gained the experience. They have experience they didn't have before making the decision. And number seven is mastery. This is a person who has developed the habit of doing what they know they should be doing in this particular area of their life. They respond. They don't react. They respond. And I told you guys my own story. In the beginning, when I started out as a coach, I reacted. Somebody didn't sign up. I didn't get any comments on a video. I was in reaction mode. Oh, this isn't working. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and now I'm level seven. I just respond. Someone doesn't want to work with me. I don't care. That's their problem, not mine. If, if I don't have a thousand likes on a video, what does that got to do with me helping you? I don't care about that stuff. I respond. I, con I have self-control. I know what my truth is. What is my truth? That I am a world-class coach. I'm highly respected. I'm highly paid. I help people get the results they want, period. That's the truth in my mind. So anything that may contradicts that, I don't give it any, any attention. Because if you give it attention, that's where you're going to go. That's who you're going to become. So I give you guys my own personal story. And I do that because you can say the same story about yourself.
What level of awareness are you at? And which principle do you need to work on to raise your level of awareness? Which again, are what? What are those definite principles to raising your level of awareness? Decision. You have to make quick decisions and they have to be committed. And these are decisions that you make every day and decisions that every now and then they are a big decision. You have to make them. Number two is mentorship. You got to get, you got to get someone to hold you accountable and walk you through what you're trying to do because they've already done it. And I was telling you guys my own personal story. I know what it's like to be depressed. I know what it's like to have no money. I know what it's like to have bad credit. I know what it's like to be taken advantage of and give everybody your money. I, I know that. I know what it's like not to have friends. I know what it's like not to be happy with yourself. I know what it's like to think you're outworking everybody and still not be successful. I know what that feels like. I know what it's like to be in a career that's paying you some good money, great benefits, great security, but you know you shouldn't be doing it. I know what that's like. I know what forgiveness is like. My parents were drug addicts. I was molested. I, I, I was the only sibling. You know, I, I had a lot of experiences that I can look back now, and I'm the polar opposite. Those experiences no longer control me. Meaning, um, if that's you, you know, maybe myself or someone who has similar stories could be the best mentor for you. But you got to have a mentor. Number three is you got to keep it simple for yourself. How do you keep it simple for yourself? First, you got to make decisions like you're supposed to be doing. And number two, you got to live your purpose. You got to find out what you truly love to do. What are you going to dedicate your life to? I think this topic alone, I can go on for the rest of today. Dedicating your life to one thing, to one main purpose. That will help you keep things simple. Number four is your imagination. You have the ability to see what you want before you act on it. That's how everything is created in this universe. Once in a person's imagination, and then through obviously attraction and action, it shows up. Someone pictured this microphone. Someone pictured these headphones. Someone pictured the iPhone. That's how it works. You got to use your imagination. And number five, you can use your imagination, but you got to think for yourself. You got to reject things around you that have nothing to do with what you're picturing in your mind, which is your goal. If it's not going to help you get to your goal, you shouldn't even be focusing on it. That's really as simple as I can make it. If, if what you are focusing on is not helping you get to your goal, it's not helping you become the person you truly want to be, which you are that person already. That's another thing for another day. Um, you shouldn't be focusing on that. You shouldn't be involved in that. If you're around people that are not empowering you, they're not helping you get to where you want to go, there's no fulfillment, you shouldn't be doing it. And it's tough because sometimes these are your friends or your family members. Just because they're family, that doesn't give them a license to kill your dreams. Right? Just because they are your family, that doesn't mean you don't get to live the life that you want. But that's what people do, is they let their family decide for them. Well, that's my brother. Okay, but at the end of the day, is your brother going to be at the end of your life? Justifying the regret that you feel? 
No. You're the one that has to wake up in the morning uh, and live the life that you chose to live. That's on you. That's why you have to think your own truth, regardless of the appearances. Thinking your own truth, regardless of the appearances, that's the price that must be paid for success. I think we went over that yesterday as well. The price to you getting what you want in life is you thinking that you are the person you want to be already and that you already have the things that you want. And if you're thinking that way, then automatically or by law, you're going to attract the ideas, the opportunities, and the people that will help you physically manifest that. That's the way that it works. And that's how you get to the seventh level of mastery. All right. Let's see what questions we have today. Let's see here. All right. Yeah, so here's a good, let's go back to this original comment from earlier in the show. What if you're fully aware of what you need to do and what you want to do, but you're still procrastinating? The reason you're procrastinating is because you don't know how to do it. You know what you need to do. You know what you want to do, but you don't know how to do it. How do you do it? You got to make a committed decision. That's the how. You got to take action, which is why my wife responded to you and put, have you made a decision to take action every day towards your goal? That is the how, because by taking action, you'll get more clarification on what you need to do next, but you got to act on what you already know. And I see that your response was, yeah, I guess, but not consistent. Yeah. Cause there's, again, it's one thing to make a decision, but it's another to make a committed decision. You're going to do it regardless. Yes, it's a lack of discipline at the end of the day. So if I were you, I would go read Think and Grow Rich, Chapter 8, page 213 and 214. Or you can get yourself a mentor. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here's all the comments. Um, you know, TikTok has just been glitching out lately, guys. It's outside of my control. Uh, let's see here. Okay, here we go. Uh, everyone share this channel with someone you care about. It could change your life. Exactly. Thank you. How do you stop thinking of patterns of childhood trauma? Well, you got to let it go. You really got to let it go. And you got to focus your attention on your purpose in life and what you want to do moving forward. The memories of your childhood trauma will die because you no longer focus on them. That's what happened to me. See, I made a committed decision that I was no longer going to focus on what had happened to me. The only time I'm going to think about it is if I'm having to explain a story to somebody. That's the only time I ever think about it. Um, and if the thoughts come up, that means I'm, I still haven't forgiven. So... 
how does forgiveness actually take place? Forgiveness requires awareness. You have to understand that if you fail to forgive, you're hurting yourself. That's very simple, very basic. But again, people are, they don't understand that. They don't. You know, I'll give you a great example of how basic this really is. Everybody knows who has a driver's license not to text and drive. Right? We know we shouldn't do it. And you really start to understand why you shouldn't do it when you get into an accident. Then you understand. It's just like when you were a child and your parent told you to stop playing with the neighbor's dog all the time. Stop aggravating the dog. And what happens? The dog breaks out and bites you in the ass. And then you're like, okay, now I understand. You see, people know they don't understand. So forgiveness is something you must understand. You must understand that you're hurting yourself. In fact, I'm, I'm of the belief if you, are, if you are an adult and you're still holding on to hate and grudges and pain because you haven't forgiven the other person, I think you are damaging yourself more than what that person did to you. I honestly believe that. My life sucked when I was in my 20s. I did that to myself, not my parents, not the individual who molested me. That was on me. I decided to stay upset. I decided to allow it to control me. I made that choice. Now, that choice was made because I didn't know any better. That's why I said uh, forgiveness is something you must understand, not something you just hear. Okay? So part one is just understanding that it, this, it's on you. If you're still, if you're 30 years old, 40 years old, 50 years old, and you still haven't forgiven, you are straight up ignorant. You really are because you're hurting yourself. You, you've hurt yourself more than what that person has done. I honestly believe that. Now, how do you get this understanding? You got to study, study forgiveness. Chapter 10 in Psycho-Cybernetics is a great place to start. That's what it looks like this. Oh, I'm sorry. I grabbed the wrong book. It's right here. <laughs> Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. Okay. Chapter 10. Study chapter 10 for the rest of the year. And you will understand how to finally forgive. It's just like for people who are watching right now, if you have a procrastination issue, you should be reading chapter 8 and think and go rich for the rest of the year. Until you can prove you understand it. See, this is what my mentor Bob Proctor used to say. You need to do exactly what I tell you to do until you can prove that I don't know what I'm talking about. And I would add on to that. You need to do this every single day until you can prove that you can do it. By developing the habit. It's like you need to study making decisions if you're going to learn how to make decisions. And you need to study it until you actually start making decisions. Because that's when you know you understand. Uh, let me move on. I really want to learn to trade knowing what needs to be done but not doing it. Yeah, it's just a lack of decision making. That's all that is. And there's other uh, pieces to why people don't do what they're supposed to be doing. Some of it is a lack of belief. They don't believe in themselves. So they're not ready. 
they're not ready. Did I entirely believe in myself when I started out as a coach? Absolutely not. But I believed in Bob Proctor. I believed that what he was telling me was the truth. I just went off. I just went based on that. So I believed in him. I believed in his belief in this material. And that helped me in the beginning. But now I definitely believe in myself and I definitely believe in the material. There's no question. So that could be a part of it. You just don't believe. How did you get past the confidence of it all? What do you mean by that exactly? The lack of confidence? Confidence is only going to come through understanding and experience. You have to take action. You, you have to. Uh, when you get to level five of the seven levels of awareness, where you finally make a committed decision to go after what you want, you will start building your confidence from that. But you will have no confidence in the beginning if you don't act. And it goes back to understanding. If you are studying, for example, if one of you guys are, let's go back to the gentleman before you. He says that he wants to learn how to trade. Well, if he studies every single day about trading, sooner or later, he's going to develop his confidence, but only if he applies what he is studying. And he works with someone who is great at trading. He'll gain the uh, confidence. But from day one, you got to act it. Even if you don't have any confidence, you got to act like you have confidence. Level three was me until I got with coach. Level up. Thank you, Kim. Appreciate you. Did he say 95% mindset, 5% strategy? I sure did. Thank you guys for your answers. I appreciate that. Proud of everyone working on their growth. Exactly. Our group is amazing. Thanks, coach. You're welcome. I appreciate you being a part of it. Yeah. Level five. My health, I want to say level five, but I'm seeking seven to do it naturally. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. I can make decisions, but lack motivation. Well, if you lack motivation, your problem is your purpose. You're not doing what you love to do. It's that simple. Again, it's simple. It's basic, but people don't understand that. Just like people don't understand why they should not be texting and driving the entire time of driving until they get into an accident. Just like people don't understand that they should not drink and drive until they get in an accident and kill somebody. Telling you, you don't want to wait till something bad happens to finally get it. You you got to make a decision here. You 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 got to just do what people have the results you want tell you to do. What I'm telling you to do right now, if you want to live a life where you do not lack motivation, you wake up in the morning and you're inspired and you have all this energy. That's only going to come from doing what you love to do. There is no other way. There is no other way. That only comes from within. Love. It's who you are. Your purpose is who you are. If you start doing that, you're not going to have a problem. Now, are you going to have some challenges? Yes. Are you going to have to develop your skills and, and get better at living your purpose? Absolutely. 
But that's not going to be as difficult as it was when you were not living on purpose. So I would go to the link in my bio and download the Purpose Finder cheat sheet. I recently realized that my mind has to be stronger than my emotions or feelings. Very helpful. Yeah, would you say you're making decisions based off what you want in your life? That's a good question. That's a good question. Changing a fear into excitement was great. Just recognizing the fear helped. Yep. If you think your life is complicated, it's probably because you're not making the right decisions. Exactly. I like many things. That's the problem. No, it's not. The, the, the problem is not that you have a lot of interest. You have a lot of passions. That's not the problem. The problem is you haven't made a committed decision on which one you're going to dedicate your life to. That's the problem. Guys, I love graphic designing. I love marketing. I love sales. I love entrepreneurship. But if I'm going to dedicate my life to one of those things, it's going to be mindset, helping people become successful. I love that more than anything else. And I made a committed decision to double down on that. That doesn't mean all these other things I love I'm never going to do. I do them. But the main thing is me helping you become successful. That's the main thing for me. Living on purpose, only gravitating toward like-minded energy. Exactly. Finding my purpose is what I'm still looking for. Yeah, so did you go to the link in my bio and download the Purpose Finder cheat sheet? Castellone 550, I would definitely go do that. How do you meditate consistently? You meditate consistently. You got to make a committed decision. You got to do it regardless. How can I reinvent myself? Well, who do you want to become? Excuse me. If I were you, I would get the, the Blueprint Method course. Uh, that course will help you reinvent yourself. You're not going to know who you want to be if you don't even know what your purpose in life is. What is it that you're going to dedicate your life to doing? That will tell you who you need to become. So if you're going to want to reinvent yourself, you got to start with purpose. What are you? What is your life going to be all about? It's like starting a business. Every business has one purpose, not 10. They have one purpose. Think about it. They have one main purpose. What is your main purpose? Everything in this universe has a purpose. Nothing is happening randomly. It serves a purpose. Uh, I want to quit my job to do what I'm passionate about. I need my job for the money. All right, hold on. Let me go back really quick because I... Totally forgot to end the uh, the point here. So number one, you got to start with your purpose. Number two, you got to create a vision based on that purpose. And then you got to set a goal. And once you've done those three steps, now you can really get into who you want to be. What does that exactly look like? Who is that person? That's why I recommend going and getting the Blueprint Method course. In fact, I, I guarantee that course will give you the clarity you need that if you don't have the clarity, I'll refund you the money. That's how much I believe it's, th it's that powerful. I really believe that. All right, let me move on to the, 
this other question. I want to quit my job to do what I'm passionate about. I need my job for the money. Right. That makes sense. But what are you, so what are you doing to, um, do what you're passionate about and get into a position where it will replace the income from your job? Right. That, that's a question. I guarantee that you're not making the decisions you need to make. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. There are things that you know you should be doing and you haven't done. them. That's why you're still in that job. The only way you're going to get out of that job is you have to replace the income from that old job with new income. Or you could just quit and figure it out. Obviously, I wouldn't recommend that. But there is a way to go from where you are right now to where you want to be. And it's not based on strategy. It's based on mindset. You've got to make a committed decision. That's it. You've got to say, I'm going to do this regardless. And if you can make a committed decision, you'll get the idea you need. I have a client in here right now. She was in the same boat. She, she had a job. Then she had an idea to start her own business. A uh, non-medical transportation business for senior citizens. And um, that's she wasn't doing that in the beginning. She was working for someone. Well, within six months, she now has left the job and she's doing her business full time. So you got to make a committed decision. She'll, she'll tell you that if she's still here. That's how it's done. It's not done through strategy. Is you got to make a committed decision. Then the strategy will come. So affirming affirmations is the is is a is the way to remove old beliefs and build a new healthy self concept. Can be. It's one of the ways. Can you recommend books about the law of assumption? Sure. I think the only book that's worth reading on that topic would be The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. Most people are talking about the law of assumption and they don't even know where it comes from. That's the book I would read if I were you. Where is the purpose cheat sheet again, please? It's in the link in the bio. Recently retired, raised kids, a single dad struggling to find my new purpose in, in life. 1163 Bill, I highly recommend you schedule a call. I think that's the best way I can help you. I don't know what your particular situation is. We'd have to have a conversation. Um, but definitely download the Purpose Finder cheat sheet, and then I will schedule a call from there. Um, and that way I will be able to uh, find the best way to help you. And again, I don't know if I can absolutely help you unless I talk to you. Because everybody's different. Right? All right. Let's see here. Coming to the end, guys. Coming to the end. All right. We'll take one more comment and then we're going to wrap up. That's my dilemma. I paid off my property and car, but I'm making very good money at work. Yeah. But what do you really want to do? Right? Not letting me get cheat sheet. 
All right, hold on. We'll have to probably refresh it, guys. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's people downloading it. I get notifications, so it may it may be your internet. I'm not too sure. Um, but just keep trying, okay? Uh, let's see here. Looking for my next move, trying to get inspired. Yeah, download the, the cheat sheet. Luck is a big part of success. Nope, it's not. Luck has nothing. Luck is, is what lazy people use to explain when people become successful. Like, there is no luck. It happens by law. There are universal laws that govern everything that we do, including our success. The law of cause and effect. What you put out in your life is what you're going to get back. That's not luck. That's a law. The reason why people are successful, look at the work that they put in. Look at what they're giving. Look at what problems they are solving. That's not luck. It's mindset. It's mindset. All right, guys. That's the show today. Thank you, everyone. And we will leave you with this. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care. <laughs>